0: We would like to acknowledge the Shumash, Keech, and Tongva people, the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is being recorded on, and pay our respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. Salud or Dolly,
1: threw a great party. We all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly.
0: We're lighter as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together.
1: Are we recording?
0: I've got my guitar here because I... For weeks, I've now had in my calendar to record stingers for our little sections Mm -hmm. of the show. I've been procrastinating and haven't done them. So I just thought I'll do them live. If we need a jingle, I'll just be like, Goldie's Movie Reviews. That's pretty bad, right? Goldie's Movie Reviews. So I'll just do that kind of thing if I need
1: to. Sounds good. (laughs) <laughs> You're laughing at me. You're laughing because it looks like I'm laughing at you. You're laughing at me for laughing at you. Um, How's it going, babe? All right, Everything is good. I n- never like that question when we start the pod for some reason.
0: Look, you can't control everything.
1: It just shuts me right up.
0: Well, maybe you should ask yourself why you shut down in response to the question, I'm more, what's going I on? I don't know. I just... Uh, oh. <laughs> huh? Why are you trying to control me? This is a marriage. Yeah, it's a marriage. It's an urban flow. If that's how I want to start a conversation. okay. You you weren't starting it. (laughs) How would you start it? What's your ideal way of starting a podcast?
1: With a tune, but like with the jingle. or we've got a
0: tune. We've got the jingle. The jingle's already (laughs) played and now we're talking. This is the talking bit. But there has to be... This is the thing. Someone has to say something. Yeah. If you've got silence... Someone's got to break that. And I fell on my sword and I started I know, but it with, like how's it going? it's like the question,
1: babe? what's your New Year's resolution? There's certain questions that are just, unless you're really funny, you have to be sincere or pat <laughs> or trite. So it puts Can- a lot of pressure on me to be funny, sincere, or... Just like ba- no, but what, about, what
0: about basic etiquette? Just uh, just uh, the well. formality of like, I'm, I'm well. How are you, Ben? I'm well, I'm well too. Been? And then we okay. begin to talk about I'm well. About. How are you? I'm, I'm very good. Thank you for asking.
1: Oh, good. <laughs> See now I know why Paul Shear and June Diane Rayfield do their funny shtick. Cause it's like you know. It's a hard, it's like they made it a thing. They made it good.
0: We'll get there, babe. We'll get there, babe. we got to be. We got to be slow and steady and you got to make allowances for me here. I'm, a, I'm Australian. We have more etiquette involved in interactions.
1: That's true. Not like
0: this hippy-dippy LA know. Hollywood thing. You guys all just breeze into I each know. other's lives like you're living in tents.
1: I know. When we, when, uh, w- what do you mean by tents?
0: And don't you have that expression? Do you live in a tent? A barn. Like if you don't close the door.
1: Do you live in a barn? Yeah. You were, you a
0: barn? A barn? were you raised in a barn? Raised in a tent. Yeah. No. Because um, I guess you'd zip it if you were in a tent.
1: Yeah. The first time you came over, or well, one of the first times I remember, you thought my friends we were very rude.
0: I didn't think your friends were rude. I, I loved your friends. I just found them incredibly. I mean, the, you guys were all in your mid twenties and deeply involved in your own personal dramas. That's all it was. I remember your friend Noah. Sitting in a big room that's now our jam room, just in a chair by himself with his head in his hands in front of a record player just playing Neil Young's Old Man over and over. Yeah. That sort of thing. You know, just the melodrama of being in your 20s. I know he. Whereas Australians are more like, can I get you anything? Can yes. I have you seen, you know, can I, know. Can I point you how, in the direction of the cheese? How was your day? What have you been up to? What are you What's doing? What's going later? on, babe? How are you? Or, see?
1: Yeah, what is, how do Australians say, um, how, how's it going? Right? How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you going? Sounds like I would say by car, by foot. That's how I'm going.
0: Mm. You're You're a literalist. <laughs> you know I am. I really am. Um, can we pour a little bit of booze out of our forties for Ugh. Olivia Newton John oh today? God. We just found out she died right before the podcast.
1: I mean, I, I'm a little, I'm older than you, and I know you're Australian, so you have a different, deeper association. Not that this is about us, but she, because I was the. Right age for, you know, Xanadu, Greece I saw like 9,000 times. Let's get physical. Like you were a wee, a wee lad when that all came out. And I was like right at the age to love her so much and have her in my childhood psyche. And you get the feeling she was nice. And I have one personal interaction with her. My brother was dating Susanna Hoffs from the Bengals. And her parents had a house in this area in Malibu. And we used to go hang out there. And I remember I was with my brother in the sand dunes sort of area. And I was sort of climbing them. And I hear this little, excuse me, excuse me, like leaning over. And she was sort of doing construction on her house in Malibu. She didn't get mad at me. She just said I should be careful. Because it was like I was sort of crawling up. I wasn't like on acid or anything. It sounds
0: like a threat to me.
1: (laughs) Well it sounded like i was on acid to be crawling around the sand like that but it wasn't a threat it was caring mm. unless it was just such a good way to get someone off get the fuck off my property
0: but still just that it was done with so much love and care like she she, she was, was so her sweet. persona was so loving and so and yeah.
1: so i mean
0: so wait, did you realize that was Olivia Newton-John as soon as she came over the sand? Well, it was the like, in the,
1: you know, it was like that thing where the sun was in my eyes. And when I put shaded them and my brother was nearby, we were both like, it's hard to explain this sort of climbing up.
0: But I just want to know the moment you yes, realized well, it was I, Olivia Newton-John. I feel like my
1: brother so. said, that was Olivia Newton-John. I was right.
0: like, oh my God.
1: Hmm. Australians are so cool because they don't get puffed up like I th- I think their egos don't seem out of control compared to the minute someone from America gets famous or has a little money it's like they go like a fish to water don't call you back dump all
0: their friends
1: dump yeah. all their friends um, uh, Australians would be embarrassed to be like
0: that well we consider it our personal duty to cut each other down and punish each other whenever <laughs> anyone starts acting a bit puffed up but yeah I had a big association with her, obviously from Greece like growing up I loved Greece and it was also really funny because growing up in the 80s it was so confusing when that movie was made because oh, no. it was the, style the 50s was and it was, in the, was it in the late 70s was it made? Yes yeah. and
1: so many movies that are period pieces like ones that were made in the 70s that were about the 1800s like you can still see in the makeup and certain hair styles even though they're trying to be accurate it is quite you always see the time period in there a bit.
0: Right, that's true. But my biggest association with the Live and John was that at our first Weirder Together night in Sydney at Giant Dwarf when we were doing the variety show there we ended we had this sort of ongoing sketch that it was your process of achieving residency yes and your naturalization ceremony we had everyone come out on stage it was all the musicians all the comedians and then we said now everyone in the audience please stand for the national anthem and we did a version of let's get physical and yeah. it was like it was actually it was super moving oh. i'll try and find it and maybe i'll put it up on our instagram or something yeah it's such that a, was so good It was such a great moment Oh, so something really funny that came out of the last episode. Do you remember that person called up and was talking about having a doppelganger? Yeah. And we were talking about the idea of what you would do if you could, if you had a doppelganger yeah. and what you would do with this and, person and instruct them to do. And
1: asked about, would you have someone, or I said, or you said- You would,
0: said you'd send them to do all your promotion for yourself and promo. I was being interviewed the other day by Laura Albert, who people might recognize that name because she was the creator of- the jt leroy persona and wrote all those books um sarah and the heart is deceitful above all things and a really talented writer but really created a it was just a how would you describe it it was a scandalous moment in 90s pop culture right because she created this persona of the person who wrote the book yeah um, and and, then had someone else play that person and the
1: person who played that person was very dynamic and interesting and and sort of enigmatic um, enigmatic and also um what's the word androgynous and so a lot of the books were really well written and cool, and so a lot of celebrities at the time were all over this persona person.
0: Yeah, and so it was very funny. So Laura was interviewing me the other day uh, for something about my record and said, "Tell Ione that it is possible. You can actually do that. You can have someone go out there and do your promo for and you, she do your said, press. I did it. She's like, I did it. <laughs> so I it's, that was pretty, so pretty true. funny.
1: Um, I want to say happy. Birthday to all the Leos. All the all the Leos out
0: there. Really? So it's, your it's, brother's a Leo, right? Yeah.
1: And there's there's a lot of Leos. Sam and Charlotte Ronson, Johnny Rosa. I feel like there's these points in Instagram moments where it's like birthday, 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 birthday.
2: Hmm.
0: There's yeah.
1: I feel like you're more a Leo than a Virgo. Not really? that I not that I believe in that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, like ghosts. But you do capitalize. <laughs> I do. Them.
1: I very much be- capitalize capitalize G with ghosts. No, I believe horoscopes. in horoscopes, and I don't believe
0: in I them. I don't believe in them either, but I do enjoy them. I mean, yes. to me, it's sort of not unlike the way I feel about movies. Do I believe in them? I don't really think they happen, but I do really enjoy them, and they yeah. do touch on something quite profound. Absolutely. So You've I find-
1: always been such a great philosophizing hot dude <laughs> but i like your the way you think
0: i always liked the guy who did the horoscopes originally for the village voice rob brezhnev yes and he um he's still savage I still,
1: love was oh that? yeah
0: savage love i love too but rob brezhnev i'm still on his mailing list so i get his horoscopes every week and they're not
1: did he pass away
0: no. Oh, okay, no, sorry. No, you're writing them. Oh, okay. I'm is thinking... you now thinking everyone's dead? <laughs> huh? I think I'm thinking of there was a-
2: Shut the fuck up! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, Rob Brezny is alive and well, but he Good. was sort of like a burning man, philosophizing horoscope dude. But they're always little, they're like pep talks that are poetic more yeah. than actually any kind of prediction or anything like that. And I always find them to be very engaging and sort of walking the line of- kind of what's the point of all this stuff, like with tarot cards and horoscopes, especially if you like, it's not even about being an atheist or just a materialist, but if you're someone who genuinely believes that human have humans have free will, right, and that we shouldn't ultimately be too concerned with fatalistic sure. concepts and stuff like that, there is still room for like the poetry, the exploration of okay. the psychological side of what all these modalities can mean.
1: Yeah, I love... Um,
0: You're good at tarot cards. I am, actually. Whatever yeah. that means, good at. It's like you have an experience with them. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I'll go I'm back to that. I'm not saying you can
0: predict the future. No, but, no, yeah.
1: but I'll go back to that. But I'm thinking of Stevie Wonder's song, Superstition, because he's saying it's not good to believe in things you don't... You know, he's saying, which is true. So I think that it's nice to analyze things more than ha- be superstitious. But the tarot things, when I lived in New York... I would have tarot Sundays and we would my friends would come over a couple people and we would uh, I would throw throw the tarot.
0: And like, once you call it throwing it did. it sounds so pro.
1: Yeah, but the right person saying it is good. The wrong person saying throw the tarot could be a bit cringe. That's
0: true, yeah. Could be a bit cringe. Bit cringe. Wait, did you have anything in your phone oh, yeah, you wanted let to me chat look about? <laughs> <laughs> huh? you, you you came with such a great list last week that There's I was really off. looking forward to a new list.
1: I do want to look at my list, Ben. I used to be. Oh wait,
0: really... I need a theme song for the lists. One oh second. yeah, um, this should be, I think, kind of like a hardcore type thing. Like, <laughs> Ioni's list, Ioni's list, Ioni's list. The
1: only thing I have on Ioni's list is when I was telling <laughs> we were. Oh, I was talking about an idea, and I was saying. You know, you okay? So you know an improv when you say yes, and you're meant to say yes, and so I'm familiar, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And. yes and. So I was saying when we fight, I, I, you have to do that, like, or when, when, we're, when I bring you an idea, I want you to say yes, and instead of no, because I think I was telling you some creative things. I can't remember what it was, and you didn't realize I was in that like delicate space of me bringing an exciting thing. And you were in a sort of funny mood or something, and you sort of shut it down in your way. And I was like, listen, when we talk, always yes and. Yeah, but
0: I, I my memory of this story is that I had walked off the plane after being in Australia for two days That's and true. had barely touched my feet on the ground. And you launched into something i don't even remember now i was not fully present I think and
1: something i'd written but, and
0: you yes you you were reading me your writing which i love when you were but i was not i w- literally wasn't even sitting down i was standing hovering in the kitchen and then you got a little angry at me about my response that i was not as so i'm sorry for that but there is something about picking the timing of sharing the idea too right yeah
1: Okay, no. Con- condescending, sounding <laughs> no, like I'm four years old. No, no, no right. I'm saying,
0: no, no, you're of saying course. you want me to respond a certain yes. way. I'm saying I absolutely yes. get that. Yes. But my request of back at you is just All to right. consider what the timing of the sharing is.
1: Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I have one of the good things that you've taught me. Our family were more like they're like on that side, New Yorkers and like, you know, kind of. I don't want to say animals like that's the main thing that people call each other. A more boundaryless,
0: I would say. Yes, maybe.
1: like yes. a little more interrupting and eating kind of. I mean, my mom has. I don't know. I I was obsessed with like manners and learning how to eat properly for some reason. And my mom, when I said it at, at, at like eleven or twelve,
0: do you mean like which knives and forks yes, to use? and, and stuff? I
1: said to <laughs> my mom, "Can you show me?" And she knew it all. Like. Of she somehow knows it all. But where, why am I talking about I this? I don't
0: know, but I'm picturing your mom now as almost like a Jackson Pollock who had studied all the formalities <laughs> of figure just drawing. Just throw it away. Just to throw it all uh, away. I <laughs> could, but I eat
1: with my toes now.
0: <laughs> Is that the end of Ione's List?
1: Yeah, it was just about how to fight with me better.
0: Okay, I'm just going to close out with your theme song.
2: Ione's <laughs> List, Ione's List, Ione's List. Together we will get we together.
0: post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let's do a question. You want to do a question right now? Alright, we got a bunch of questions this week. So if anybody wants to send us a question they can do that at weirdertogetherpod at gmail.com Or
1: something, just some little rant. Send us
2: a voice now. It's on the hey, Ben and Ione, I have two questions for you both. One is, have you ever had a song written about you? And if so, how did it make you feel when you first heard it? And two is, have you ever had a romantic relationship with a coworker? So for Ben, maybe a bandmate you toured with, or for, I- for Ione, a fellow actor or artist. Uh, thanks so much.
0: I mean, songs written about me, I've had, there's four or five I can think of. There's, but
2: there are negative. they hate
0: songs, yeah. Hate songs. <laughs> ben Lee by The Ataris, uh, Ben Lee by The Chaser, Ben Lee by Klinger, and I Wish I Was Ben Lee by The Moldy Peaches.
1: Which is also, uh, like, kind of mean. No, that
0: wasn't mean. Oh, that good. Was, they, they, they really liked me. That was a jealousy type song. And they all, you know what's weird about it? Even the hate ones, they're actually, like, they're such love songs because well. I sort of think that repulsion and attraction are exactly the same thing. Fine line between. ah, uh, oh, They're, they're identical. And so when anyone is motivated enough to write a song for you, I mean, that's why I genuinely I think artists thank the haters. Yeah. Because the haters love them the yeah, most. Yeah, but yeah. what about you? You've had songs written about you because I've written some of them. You must have had oh, over yeah. the years. And you've been in Beastie Wait, Boys lovely, songs. lovely,
1: love me, love me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they cl- clearly made a big impression <laughs>
1: love me like the world is ending
0: that's one of them
1: um i know you said there was one song uh, with ripe in it and i was like wait do you mean ripe because i'm older than you and i'm like
0: because you smell
1: oh, i'm kidding
0: <laughs> no ripe like at the perfect moment yes, right no uh I'm, and I'm uh, not... the
1: socks you left here yeah that's that in love me like the world okay ending. Oh, there's so many
0: but um and on the new one, on my new record, I'm Fun, there's a song called Slow Down, which is really about kind of loving you and stuff. But what about other people? Talk about other. Have other people read songs for you?
1: Well, I just have uh, the, the best. Did Anthony
0: Keatus write any songs about oh, you? Oh,
1: well, first let's go to my Party Faith. on
0: My Pussy. Was that about you? That
1: was a little. Well, okay. that was maybe a little bit. No, that was during when we were together, but it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't about me. Or maybe I was in there, but there was one song that he wrote when we were together, probably a big one and I shouldn't know it but I feel like some of the sentiment, but it wasn't like this is for you, kid. But I can't remember. But the You one, were a kid too. I wasn't. Um this the the I'm in a song with Q Tip singing it. Um, which is so fun, and it's add rocks down with the Ioni, listen to the shit, because both of them is bony. Oh,
0: that's uh, get it together.
1: Got it, going on like Chachi and Joni, And then Adam says, because she's the cheese and I'm the macaroni. And then, to top it off, both our grandmothers are mentioned it. He says, got a Grandma Hazel and a Grandma Tilly. See, I
0: have not mentioned any of your grandparents or extended family in my song, so I've got I got I got some and work. And then it's to do. very
1: sad because so why all the fight and why all the fuss? Which we weren't fighting and fussing, but we did end up not together.
0: Oh, so you think there was some premonition? And I didn't realize that line was referring to you guys. I thought it was like they were onto the next idea. Probably okay.
1: <laughs> my brother thought that there was a Mike D a line that was so sad, where it was um, something about. uh
0: Oh, it was about someone not paying their share at dinner or something, no, wasn't it? it was, or,
1: yeah. But my writing my, bad checks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and my brother got paranoid that it was about him. So what's that lyric? It's so funny. Oh, I not like,
0: It's like writing bad checks, like um, something. The, or yeah,
1: something about checks. I got the a bounce. Or something. That bounce. And my brother was like, "Oh gosh, I hope it's not about me." <laughs>
0: I, was like,
1: I don't know. And then I'm like, maybe.
0: And romances with coworkers. Uh, oh, mine. You I mean you haven't? Had a, well, you've had I a million. Sh- <laughs> stooped. I, but I, I was, I didn't, re- I had like emotional enmeshments with a lot of yes. coworkers, co-workers and I, I, you know, made out with a couple of people or whatever, but I was, any, I've always been in relationships. Any band
1: that you toured with? Uh,
0: no, in my band.
1: Yeah. No. Or no, 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 other bands that you were touring with.
0: One, there was one but i don't want to you know no you don't don't didn't name, name names. them now. um no not for any reason just like it's just, no, i just i did not ask know. you to i'm, I'm just saying
1: you know, why don't to? you want to name them not that you have to
0: honestly the reason is because i did write a song about that mentioned her in a certain dynamic that caused a little and then i did mention it on stage once and it caused a little bit of um upheaval in her life yeah so i just don't want to re stimulator something that's like fully dealt with now (laughs) do you know what I mean
1: I sometimes wouldn't I had a funny thing because like with River's Edge Keanu so I'm 15 he's 16 or 17 we fooled around but then I I got a crush on him and someone on on that another actor said oh just wait till you're done with the film because like you might not even like the person but you're just in this atmosphere of working together and you think you do and I took that so seriously that I didn't, I didn't fool around with people I was working with for a little while, but then maybe later had some things. Once you get to ADR,
0: you're all good. (laughs)
1: Exactly. No, but it really with years later with co, you know, which is kind of funny. Revisiting. Yeah. But we never, while we were shooting, didn't do it.
0: (laughs) Should we take another question?
1: Yeah.
3: Hi, Ione and Ben. It's Katie from Rhode Island. I don't have any crime ideas for you, but I do have a question for Ben. I've always been impressed at how you're able to connect with people you don't know and draw them in. I'm a creative and an educator, and all of my clients and students are remote these days. Do you have any tips for an introverted and shy person at heart to better connect with potential students and clients from afar via social media or another method? As a gift, I'm attaching a recording of a special after-concert show you played for my friends and I at the Iron Horse Music Hall back in 1997. We had missed the first half of the show due to heavy rain, and you offered to play us what we missed and sat my tape recorder on the chair in front of you to catch the whole thing. It's things like the simple gesture that convert fans to super fans. And it's that kind of magic that I hope to create with the people I interact with too.
0: Wow. That's really, that's so cool. I actually think it's the intention Katie expressed, which is to make a real connection. The intention is what allows you to do it because human imagination and ingenuity is limitless. And you see opportunities like that. Like, I'm just thinking back to that moment. I must have met them after the show at the merch stand or something, and they came up to me and said, oh, we missed our favourite songs. And I'd been downstairs, and I knew it was kind of a nice dressing room, and I was like, oh, I'll play you a few songs downstairs. So it wasn't that that was something I did often, but my desire to connect and to give them an experience that was meaningful led to the idea appearing. So I think it's not really about having any formalized set of ideas about how to connect, but rather having a really strong intention that you want to touch people and you want to give them a big experience. And you'll come up with the ideas spontaneously in that moment, I guess.
1: Yeah, you're very good at doing spontaneous things like that. I know the question was thrown at you, but I know with like my kids, I try to see what like they're into. So paying attention to what the other person is into is always good but it sounds like you're you have such a nice vibe katie
0: thanks katie should we get goldie in here yeah yeah okay hey Gold. goldie come on if you want to be on the pod do you want to be on the pod do you want to be on the pod oh okay i had a theme song for her and everything it was going to be
2: here comes Goldie, here, here comes Goldie, here comes Goldie, yeah! Hey Ben and Ioni. it's Matt here from Sydney. I just paused for a minute so you can hear my beautiful wiper blades. I've had them making this noise for so long I don't even notice anymore. And when I'm talking to my friends on the phone, they get a little freaked out. So I'm going to go off on a tangent like sometimes you guys do. And I was wondering... Is there something in your personal or artistic life that other people really notice and get annoyed by or focus on that you are completely oblivious to?
0: Oh, wow, that was quite a beautifully composed call. Yeah. Because he started with this anecdote about the wipers and how no one else notices he everyone oh, else notices them. That's right. But he doesn't because he's gotten so used to them. That's right. And then they became a symbol for this deeper issue he wanted to discuss about characteristics yeah. we might have that others notice. Yeah. Matt, I just want a round of applause for that right. beautifully composed the voice. Sim- note.
1: Symbolism. Incredible. Right? And the stars. sound design right in there.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Absolutely um, beautiful.
1: Also, we are talking about friends that bring things up. Like my friend Maya once broke up with me as a friend because she just basically said I wasn't a good friend. This is a while ago, and it just happened to be on a day that someone uh, uh, broke up with me romantically, and I was gutted. And she just said, you're too flaky. And I i think I just thought artists were flaky and it was okay to be flaky and I'm so charming. And oh, another thing that was interesting is when Guru Mook, when I used to do some yoga, said I had like a one-on-one meeting with her. And she said... Um, like you know you would pay for these one-on-one meetings occasionally and she said your friends tell me that you're so sweet and I smiled and I was like that's yeah she's gonna love me because I'm sweet and she said that's not the most important thing but now I think kindness is probably the most important thing but yeah I don't know what you tell me what I need to work on right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I don't know you're perfect (sighs) I. I, know, I what know. about me? What do I? What have I heard about myself? Um, I've
1: been putting up the window when someone's arm is outside a couple of times recently. <laughs> yeah, you've caught
0: my fingers and in the like, automatic uh, just... <laughs> window thing. Something. What else? I'm annoying. I'm dominating.
1: I don't like when you lump me in when you're annoyed at Goldie. Yeah. For, when, when you're annoyed at Goldie for doing something, I see hey, you guys doing this or whatever. And well, do
0: you know what? Actually, I've come to realize that like I'm in a bad mood a lot. Yes. Like that's something that that's is not right. part of who I think of myself as. I do think as. when you
1: get older... I'm, like a, I'm a
0: kind of a grumpy yes, bastard a lot of the time. because
1: you're very even. What w- The thing about you is you're very dutiful and you're very hardworking and you're a very dutiful parent and husband and like...
0: And I'm sort of generally happy in the sense that in, in a macro sense of my whole life, you're I'm happy. You're more one of those... Yeah.
1: You're more like twice a year you'll curl up in a ball for two days and then you're fine for the rest of the year. You're not, I mean, really, but not in a... But day. on a
0: moment-to-moment moment level, because you interact with me 24 hours a day, yes. there's many, many times yeah. a day when I'm in a really bad mood. But and I think I didn't realize yeah. that until I perceived got it through a, when your you eyes. you smile
1: all the time and you're very happy-go-lucky... One nice thing about getting older, you know, when you get older and you're like, oh, these are nice things, is I think I am I can see the end of the moods for myself. Like, I think, oh, yeah, I'm just in a bad mood for this reason or that. And, you know, you get older and you don't hold on to the drama is gone. You're not like, this is me and I have to... I mean, sadly, the drama does create – does, I do believe, create some good art and good –
0: Like the Real Housewives.
1: Good poetry.
0: (laughs) Anyway, on the very note of this whole idea of things that other people notice about you and you – before you notice them about yourself, I put out a single last week called Arsehole. And it's from my forthcoming record coming out on – the 18th of this month called I'm Fun and people can actually pre-order it now and I'm going to do a private Zoom concert for everybody who's pre-ordered it so I'll pop the link in the show notes and people can order it but anyway this song Arsehole is all about this idea of looking back at our lives when we were younger or even semi-recently and just realizing how much behavior was just sort of out of line but also how natural that is for human beings and how we Part of the striving to like bust out of our worlds that are confining and limiting is sort of kind of destructive behaviour. And so I just wrote this song all about it, and a lot of it's framed in terms of talking to Goldie about wanting to be... You know, knowing that you're kind of going to be an asshole in life at various moments and how it's forgivable and you can move forward and you can change and you can get forgiveness. So I thought I'd just end the episode by playing this song. So before Please. we do that, is there anything else you want to say to all these... Beautiful Babies. Oh, yeah. Beautiful Babies. <laughs> but before we get to that song, uh, feel free to email us, weirdertogetherpod at gmail.com. Follow us on our socials. Rate and review this podcast if you can. We really appreciate it. It keeps people discovering it. We and all
1: were once
0: beautiful babies. We were once assholes and beautiful babies. <laughs>
1: before we were assholes, we were...
0: Beautiful Beautiful babies. babies. Beautiful Babies. Beautiful Babies. <laughs>
2: When I was younger, I was an asshole I wanted to be, and I was Burning down bridges, fighting with strangers, destroying everything I could, just because When I was younger, I was an asshole, having lots of fun Being selfish and headstrong, rebellious and rowdy, pretty smart I was playing dumb. When I was younger, I was an asshole. Everyone knew, or so it seemed. They whispered it softly, screamed it right at me, tormented me in my dreams. When I was younger, I was an asshole. If I felt bad, I kept it hidden. Looking up to legends who also were assholes Admiring all the terrible things they did Yeah, there's that. When I was younger, I was an so It's weird, but sometimes I feel proud. I burn with the fire of an angry choir. I turn my guitar up real loud. daughter and you've got that twinkle of mischief in your eyes that says you understand so let your dreams fill you with struggle and fury let your world be strange and even if later you realize you're an asshole it's never too late to change